Hey guys, good afternoon. My name is Brad Shaker, co-founder and CEO of Skylight Health. Um, just wanted to drop in and give everybody a quick update uh, here on Friday before the weekend. Um, didn't get a chance to come on after our earnings release uh, and wanted to make sure that we kind of boil down some of the findings in the earnings call, but also some recent announcement that we've made, including the perpetual preferred financing. Uh, so first off, we're very excited about the results uh, from Q3. As you can see, uh, strong growth year on year, over 269% growth in revenue uh, and over 16% uh, from the previous quarter, of which we're very excited that almost half of that came organically and not just by way of acquisition. Um, again, a second straight quarter of organic growth demonstrating um, the work that we're putting on behind the scenes in order to integrate these practices, uh, really bring them under the Skylight Health umbrella and have some opportunities <clears throat> immediately in the near term for revenue and cost synergies. Um, moving forward through Q4 and also into the coming quarters, we're very focused on even further integrations and synergies that we're hoping to see. Uh, we also recently announced uh, the uh, recruitment of Greg Simon as our new SVP of Marketing Communications, uh, who comes from a, a very experienced background in uh, marketing and, and communications within the primary care setting, being at Oak Street Health uh, as one of the organizations prior. Um, he's also brought on a significant amount of expertise with also Medicare and Medicare and elderly populations, which is obviously a big focus for us as we move towards a future of value-based care arrangements with Medicare and Medicare Advantage-based uh, arrangements with payers. Um, with regards to the actual business performance, again, uh, a lot of effort being placed in the last eight months to 10 months, building up our teams, building up the shared services models, that as we continue to acquire these practices, we're able to really take away the administrative burdens from these businesses, uh, benefit from those economies of scale, and then allow our practices to really put more focus and time towards the patients, which can then be met with the ability to drive more patients into the practices, but then also create those opportunities for increased value-based care contracting. Um, as we move forward, again, from an underlying perspective, you know, our, our, our clinical businesses continue to remain profitable and our ability to drive more margins with increased revenue, but also cost improvements allow us to see the ability to use that cash flow for investments we're making in the business. Uh, in terms of investments, both in terms of acquisitions and uh, value-based future performance, uh, we continue to be mindful, as always, of the types of acquisitions we're making, but also in terms of the future contracts we expect to have in value-based care. Uh, and so that'll always continue to be in the back of our minds, but growth is important and the ability for us to drive that top line revenue growth in the future will continue to be a driving decision-making factor for us uh, in terms of capital allocation. Um, moving on to some announcements we've made regarding some financings. I know there've been some questions on exactly what this perpetual preferred financing looks like. Um, of course, as a company that's looking to grow and continue to make acquisitions, which of course we fully remain confident and excited about our pipeline of acquisition targets, um, we, we do recognize that the equity markets has not necessarily lent the ability for us to be able to raise capital as effectively. And so we've been busy trying to find other non-dilutive forms of capital that allow us to still bring growth to the business without unnecessarily diluting shareholders when, uh, when the prices may not necessarily reflect it. Um, and so the perpetual preferred for us really does bring the best of both worlds. We recognize the coupon rates a little bit higher, but at the same time, we're not having to give away any dilutive securities. There's no convertible feature. There's no warrants attached. Um, and more importantly, the perpetual preferred nature means that at the end of the three-year term, it's really the company's option to either redeem in part or in full the principal paid. And so another common question that's come to me is really, what is that premium being paid to redeem? And I think the confusion has been that the securities being issued at the Skylight share price uh, and then being redeemed at $25 a share. And that's that's not the, the reality of the security. The security actually 
will trade on its own. It's not connected to the SLHG shares, and that's why we prevent the dilution on the Skylight shareholders. Uh, and so the issue of that will be near par. And so uh, the redeem redeemable nature of the coupon at $25, if there was a discount applied, it will be very close to that $25 range. Um, and that allows us to really not have an overhang that some may have understood the security would have um, would have predicted. So again, no convertible feature. Um, and as a preferred coupon, it allows us to be able to then use that capital, make acquisitions, drive profitability, and service the coupon through the profits we're earning from the practices um, that we would acquire and build upon. Um, so again, hopefully looking to get that completed soon, which will, of course, allow us to then move on some of the acquisitions within the pipeline, um, as well as the capital that we're looking to bring on through the divestiture of the legacy business. Um, and of course, questions on the divestiture of the legacy business, um, you know, this is a part of our business that really is not aligned with the future of primary care. Um, while we recognize that it is both an opportunity to be both helping patients, but from a financial standpoint, has also driven revenue and gross profit margins for the company, um, we're fully confident that our pipeline will be able to replace the revenue lost from the acquisition, from the divestiture of the business. The cash that we receive, of course, will be redeployed towards uh, new acquisitions, um, and then the ability for us to, to leverage additional capital to backfill that within a quick manner will be our focus and what we'll be focusing on in terms of being able to then grow the top line even further. Um, again, the materiality of the business by itself uh, allows us to then focus on primary care, focus on the types of acquisitions where we believe will create more economies of scale within our national network. But as we move towards value-based care, align ourselves with the type of patient populations where we know we'll be able to benefit from having those populations in the Skylight Health um, network. Um, so very excited about the potential for that. Of course, a partnership through New Frontier Data uh, will benefit that business greatly. Um, and so we're excited for what that could mean for the patients and the organization under New Frontier's leadership. Um, so, com uh, so combined with the capital from the divestiture, along with the perpetual preferred, uh, we believe puts us in a strong position to be able to continue to execute, continue to make acquisitions, continue to bring top line growth. We've already seen over 300% growth from the previous 12 months in 2020, uh, uh, from 2020 to 2021. And again, we're excited to be able to continue to grow and build on that value as a business. Um, I've also been asked by many to potentially comment as well on the share price action. Look, to say that it, the share price has been beaten up would be an understatement. We fully recognize that, but I'm not here necessarily to defend the share price. That's not something that's in my control, but I am here to exude full confidence that we as an organization are still here. So as founders, as insiders, as directors, uh, we'd love to be able to be in the market as well participating, and we hope to be soon once we're out of blackout with the perpetual preferred still open. Um, but that being said, we are fully confident in the business. We are very excited about the commitments that we have committed to being able to deliver both in terms of partnerships with payer contracting, um, the ability to make acquisitions and continue to keep building on that pipeline uh, and being able to post uh, strong quarter over quarter growth. And for that, we continue to execute. Um, and we hope that that will uh, resonate in the confidence that we as an organization will have to our shareholder base, that even though the price today may not reflect the true value of what the business is working on, that there is nothing fundamentally in the business that should make anyone think otherwise, that we are focusing on growth and we are focusing on building value within the business. Um, so with that, I wish everybody a happy Friday um, and uh, hope to be on here soon to give you all an update again. Thank you.